D&D Outdoors is brought to you by Headline Outdoors. Go download the Headline Outdoors app on Roku or Amazon Fire TV and stay up to date with all of Dell and Dustin's adventures and watch plenty of other hunting and fishing shows. D&D Outdoors is also brought to you by the Southwestern Outdoorsman. Head on over to southwesternoutdoorsman.com and read articles. Stay up to date with everything that's happening in the hunting world. And welcome back, everyone, to D and D Outdoors. It's Thanksgiving, so hopefully you guys are getting ready to cook up, have some fun, stuff yourself. You doing anything? Cooking anything good for Thanksgiving? No, everybody here is going out of town, so I'm just going to be probably in a tree somewhere. Gotcha. Trying to kill something? Trying to yeah, tickle try something to, with your bullet? Trying to regain That's... my uh, dignity around here, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, Adam's been knocking them down. There's two of them at the taxidermist now. You making them pay for it? I should. <laughs> you should get, a, get a little revenge on him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, how's his hunts going? I mean, that was a fun FaceTime to get from you that one day. I was confused. <laughs> I was so, I was like, is Dustin calling me? I was at dinner. I was like, well, maybe he accidentally called me. Then he called again. I'm like, wait, what's happening here? <laughs> That was that was pretty interesting the whole night. Yeah, we got the two uh, stands. I know I've I've got the camera stuff on my side. You know, he's behind me, kind of, sort of, and he's sitting there. Dear, 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 dear. What? <laughs> A little dodo walked out in front of us. And I'm looking at her to pull the camera around, and I, I kind of glance back over my shoulder, and here comes the one he shot, plus another one that I didn't see the other one at right then, but the one he shot come on up and actually went behind my truck. I'm talking like 20 foot behind my truck and made a scrape and then come down between yeah. us and my truck. Oh, Lord. So no. what? what did you decide? How many points was it? I know that's what we talked about, was that debate. Talking the, the to other taxi. people, everybody said it's got to be at least one inch or larger to count as a point here in Virginia. Okay. So he's stuck at a nine-pointer. Is he accepting that, or is he claiming it's a ten-point? Well, he's accepting it, because that's what mm -hmm. I checked it in as. <laughs> gotcha. But he doesn't have to personally accept it. Hey, he, you know what he should have said? The deer identifies as a 10-pointer. They yeah, would have got you. That whole thing. <laughs> oh, man. And then that other deer, was that a pie ball? Yes. It was that was a pie a, ball. You guys get some cool deer out your way. We've been watching that thing for two or three years now. The neighbor has shot at it and missed it. Does the neighbor know you got it? Yeah, I texted him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was texting my sister sitting in the stand because we are within like seven miles of that wildfire, and it it was just smoke rolling through. And I'm like, this is a waste of my time. Nothing's moving. I'll give it two more minutes, and I'm packing up. I'm going. I'm, I'm uh, texting my sisters like, hey, we can meet somewhere and have dinner or something. Yeah. And you know, I stood up to start packing up. And he throws the binoculars up. I'm like, what are you doing? Because he'd been playing with the binoculars all night. 
here comes a deer. And I turned around in the tall grass, and I was like, I hope it is not that piebald. <laughs> oh, crap if it ain't. <laughs> oh, Lord. Because it's supposed oh, to be mine like shoot. Yeah. Isn't that how it always goes? No. Yes. Yeah, I, I just gave a gun to him. I, I have one camera on the arm, and then I normally keep a GoPro on whoever's going to be shooting. So the GoPro's on me. It's like, that ain't going to do no good. Yeah. <laughs> can't turn them around because all the noise it makes. Yeah. But. Oh, that's funny. Uh, well, well, at least you guys are having a good year out there. Or I should say, at least Adam's having a good year out of there. Yeah. This year, you get a redeem. Hopefully, that fire died, dies down so you can uh, redeem yourself. I hope so. It's like I said. I think it's up to like five thousand acres. The last I heard, and it was at like twenty five percent contained, and that was because of the river. It hit the river and stopped. Yeah. But it's been raining all day, so hopefully, it did knock, knock it down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah, well, it's a weird time to get wildfires, too. Nobody knows how it started, either. We don't know if it was somebody camping with a fire. Somebody just flicked a cigarette out. Uh, I don't think it was lightning because we hadn't had no storms roll through any time lately. Just one of those weird deals? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, speaking with Virginia, Virginia just finished their second elk hunt managed elk hunt for the second year in a row my second year i'm not drawn which i didn't know where most of the the elk management zone is is in buchanan county is that near you that's uh i'm in like middle of virginia and that's further that's almost in kentucky isn't it yes I'm, I'm not from virginia i'm from texas well now it, i am like on it West Virginia, Kentucky, right there on that edge. Gotcha. Which I I thought was interesting uh, with this elk zone was it's all pretty much private land there. Yeah. So the private landowners allowed elk hunters with the Game and Fishers worked with them or your DWR and resulted in almost 17,000 acres being open to elk hunting. That's nice that your landowners out there. Um, this year, it looks like six elk were brought to the check station. The smallest was a two and a half year old bull that weighed five hundred and twenty six pounds. The largest weighed in at seven hundred and fifty five pounds. He's inside the bowl. A lot of meat. One yeah. bowl. Yeah. Ugh. One bowl was shot, which I thought was interesting. Uh, was one of the 75 elks that were brought in to to start the elk population. They had a little metal ear tag with the 100 in C. That's yeah. kind of cool. So, I mean, there was, there was a lot. I mean, everybody, it sounds like everybody was successful. There's 24,378 people that put into it. Um, that's a lot of people. You know? Um, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe one year. 
one year I'll get into it. It looks like they actually have a uh, um, an elk an elk camp out there. I think is, is everybody meet at one spot. It looks like, and then you hunt from there. I I had kind of looked, but from what I've heard, it's kind of like that. That it's kind of rigged up like a you have to have a guide to go onto the private land type thing and this and that. And do you have to pay for all that? Do you know? Oh, I'm sure you or is do. That, is that included with your tag to go in the private land? I think for a resident here, and I do not quote me on this, but I believe at, at, as a resident, it's like something like 40 bucks for the tag. Yeah. Does that include the guide and all that? Uh, no. Get on the private land? Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't know. Because, like, in Arizona, you don't have to, I mean, you can hunt it, but you don't have to, uh, um, pay for a guide. Virginia so makes... is a state that if they can make money off of you, they're going to make money off of you. Gotcha. So essentially if I got the tag for 50 bucks, I'd be spending another thousand dollars on a guide. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. No, the reason why I asked that is in Arizona, they have, um, they have a Buffalo hunt like that. It's not on private land, but it's, you get told what Buffalo to shoot, but the game and fish is your guide and you don't have to pay for that. Because I'm, I'm looking at all these elf pitchers, and they all have like a game and fish warden in the picture, or someone from game and fish. In it. I don't That's think they have enough uh, game and fish agents to do that. Gotcha. Last time yeah. I talked to one of them, they said that one agent was trying to cover at least three counties. Gotcha. Well, I can tell you, there's at least. Two in this picture. <laughs> it's probably the boss man and his assistant from yeah, Game and Fisher, your, your chief deputy out there. Oh, man. So, yeah, if you're looking for more elk hunts, I mean, Virginia looks like the place. It'd be interesting. It'll be fun to do an elk hunt like that. Keep my fingers crossed next year. Third time's a charm, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm put in for it. Yeah, for 25 bucks. God, if you get drawn that first year, I'm going to be so mad, though. <laughs> well, we oh, got, what is it? How many do they give out? Five? Five tags a year? Six. Six. So you have a six and 24,000. Well, it's one of them is guaranteed for a non-resident, and the rest of them is a resident. Well, that's what they say every year, but every year a non-resident has not been drawn yet. Okay. <laughs> so I think well, My understanding is there's one tag that's, a non-resident can draw, but it's still within okay. the resident pool. I got you. So, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, maybe next year. If you get drawn, I'll come out and visit, though. I love elk hunting. <laughs> You'll see why I never shoot anything. <laughs> oh, I'd be having to carry that thing out. No. That's not bad. You just get a good pack system and throw it on the back. Hell, out there looks flat enough. You can probably, well, heck, look, looking at some of these elk, man, and they take them to the way station out there. These elk are fully dressed, so I think, I think that somehow they figure out they landowners drive the tractor out to get them or something. Yeah. Yeah. However that works. When I yeah, did I'm my not, buffalo. Not, 
that's what they did. They just drove a tractor out, scooped it up, brought it back. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, they, these are all, I mean, some of them are looking some pretty decent elk country. Some of them looking flatland, but one's on like the edge of a hill. We'll post some pictures for y'all to look at on our Instagram. Sure, follow us at D&D Outdoors. And while you're doing that, head on over and check out your Pure, Pure Pro. You know, some of the most comfortable seats out there are cushions for your hunting blinds, your tree stands, your work desk, the bleachers. Anyway, so go over yourself a Pure Pro today. Stay comfortable out there. I know Dustin loves them. I love them. And check them out. Be good. Good addition to someone's Christmas gift this year. That's right. We're going to have them in the Oval Office. That's what we'll be sitting on is Pure Pros. That is correct. <laughs> oh lord well this week's in the zone brought to you by zone protects we got we got a monster here a seven-year-old in north carolina takes a 170 inch buck now of course we'll have this picture kind of posted on there we're not gonna have the kids face on there but that's a dang big buck it was shot in stanley county north carolina Shot with a muzzleloader, I may add. October 28th. The question is, well, the week, a week before, or a couple, a few weeks before, he took a 145-inch eight-point with his crossbow. The question, the question is, where do you go from there? Yeah. Like, that's a little tough to have that and then Go 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 higher. I I don't know where you go from there. Yeah, elk hunting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, elk hunting. You ain't gonna go deer hunting again. Those are huge. I mean, I guess you go try to chase a big mule deer out in Utah or Colorado or something. But golly, I've never shot a deer that big. This kid's that seven year old is knocking him down with a damn muzzleloader. Yeah, seventy yards away, and they talked about it was ninety degrees. A little, little spicy. Yeah, <laughs> a little spicy. Yeah, they're pure or they're uh, tailgate spices. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it's hot, that hot back there. The uh, whatever yeah, they, time. Their muzzleloader season. It, it's well, right now it. It's, for the last few days, it's been, you know, 60s during the day, and it gets down in the 40s at night. That's hot. Damn. Yeah, it's yeah. hotter out there than you guys are, than I am out here in Texas. I mean, it's, it's with the rain and everything right now, it's 44 degrees. That's not too bad. What is it right now, Alex? It's 54 right now. So, yeah, geez. I don't know. I don't know where to go from there. That's just one hell of a buck. Congratulations to him at seven years old, showing all of us old men up now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. Well, a ghost has been caught on a trail camera. Now, Dustin sent me this one. I mean, I guess it is a ghost. I don't know what it is. We'll post well, the, the picture. The, the guy that posted it, you know, it was him and his daughter, and then there was a third person behind them, but 
he never saw or known anybody to be with him. Doesn't know who it is. Nothing. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That's. We're gonna post this picture on Instagram. You guys can uh, check that out. Um. Yeah, I would probably burn my camera and never go back there. I mean, it looks like. I don't know how old the. I think, yeah, it was his daughter that was with him, but I don't know how old she is, but she's smaller than he is. And that child, it, it looks like a child smaller than her behind her. And it looks like it's carrying a gun as well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that, I don't know if that could be considered lens flare. Kind of weird. Looking at it. <sighs> I mean, I've I've seen some that are like, I guess you call them double exposed. Yeah. But you would think that, that that image would be the same height as one of the other ones and not, you know, it just steps no. down all three of them. Yeah. The only thing just playing to play double advocate here is farther back. So that might make it look smaller because it looks like it's carrying a similar gun to what she is. But right. I don't know. And then it's wearing like a hat looking thing that looks like her beanie. Right. And if she's coming from that direction, that would have been her ear. I don't know, as I said. But the man said it was just the two of them out there. He don't know who the third one is. No, I was saying it was like a double exposure. Right. I don't know. I don't be going back there. It, it, I don't be going back there. Does like you said, it's carrying the gun like the man is? Yeah, I don't. And I don't know. And if you look around his neck, he has something around his neck too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because it would be smaller if it was farther back in the picture. Ah, uh, we'll let you guys be the judges on this yeah. one. We'll post it up there. It's, well, I don't know. I would say double exposure just because. There are a lot of similarities between the guy and the other thing, you know, but you guys can be the judge on that one. That's not my expert. That might be another Michael question as well. Yeah, looking at the some of the comments, it, somebody said it looked like he's wearing a, a army helmet. You can see the chin straps. Uh, I don't see that. But I read that comment too. I don't. I don't see an army helmet though in that. And then somebody is on there saying it, wearing a yellow Labrador sweatshirt looks like two images. Yeah, I guess they're saying I, like a reflection off of it or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not. I ain't uh, never we'll got those. Yeah. I ain't never got those. No, either have I. Hell, I can barely get anything on my game cam pictures when I take care of pictures of them. So, <laughs> you know. Oh, Lord. So, yeah, we will We will see. We'll see what you guys decide on that one. Well, our tailgate spices, spicy law comes from our friends up north in Canada. 
Canada has enacted an elephant, ivory, and rhino horn import ban. The ban is hypocritical when considering Canada's domestic wildlife conservation policies. Essentially, it is when you do laws like this, obviously we know kind of why they want to do them. But a lot of countries in Africa rely on hunting for their main resources. Um, It is interesting because Canada opposes import bans of polar bears from them. But they want to impose import bans on other animals coming in to them. doesn't make sense. Are we going to invade Canada when we become president? We can liberate them. We can give them some freedom, like we give the freedom to other countries. No, because I kind of like their healthcare system. You know, it, it, free healthcare. Yeah, we go sheep hunting up there though. If we invade it, and go get us some dolls sheep or stone sheep, and then we can give it back to the people. Let's invade just to go hunting. We'll go hunting, invade it, go hunting, and then give it back. Yeah, we don't want you guys anymore. Does that work? Yeah, Perfect. But yeah, so um, African nations, you know, protect over 80% of the world's elephant populations and nearly 70% of the black rhinos, um, 90% of all white of all white rhinos of the nations that protect all these species oppose the ban. Um, obviously, because it has economic impacts. And when it comes to protecting these animals, to pay for like the uh, game wardens that are protecting the poaching people that go out and protect that chase down the poachers and stuff. All that's paid through hunting. So, you know, you, you want wildlife conservation, you get hunters for it. But I guess, yeah. I guess Justin Trudeau did not get that message up there. Or is that how you say his name? So, yeah, close enough. Close enough. Well, we'll figure out that when we become president. Last but not least, New Mexico came out with a new bear and cougar management um, rules, essentially how they're going to harvest bears and cougars. Good news is the anti-hunters didn't win. So bear management zone 1 and 10 in New Mexico, they're actually going to increase the tags. You don't see that happening too often. In a bear management zone 5 and 6, um, things can get moved around. They're going to dissolve a couple and just make everything into one. They're going to increase the number of permits from 32 to to 60 to draw a permit in Bear Zone 1-104. And they're going to increase the permits in Bear-1-103 Bear from 5 to 10 Um, because the department's acquisition of some property out there. Also, they're going to adjust the harvest li- limits for cougar management zone Q to reflect more sound management based off of what they see. So I think that that's good news. That's a small little win for hunters. Usually right. they're trying to ban bear hunting. They're trying to ban this, trying to ban that. And New Mexico is allowing, you know, increasing it. So good for New Mexico game and fish. Good for them. Well, we hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. Eat lots of turkey. 
Don't blow yourself up. We will talk to you guys here in a couple weeks. Thank you guys as always for listening. I hope you all have a great rest of your day. And if you're heading to work, it will be over soon. Oh, shit. Did you hear it stop? Fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy brings. <laughs>